0: So it's like the whole system is rigged as we already knew and believed that, basically, once you're in here, the plan is to keep you in here.
1: Welcome to kite Line, a weekly radio program from WFHB that focuses on issues in the prison system and beyond.
0: Behind the prison walls, a message is called a kite. Whispered words, a note passed hand-to-hand, a request submitted to the guards for medical care. Illicit or not, sending a kite means trusting that other people will bear it farther along until it reaches its destination. Here on KiteLine, we hope to share these words across the prison walls.
1: Before starting with this week's theme, we wanted to share some prison-related news and announcements. On Monday, October 7th, several prisoners at the Callum Bay Correctional Facility in Washington State launched a hunger strike. Since then, at least one participant has been put into solitary confinement as retaliation. Outside supporters have demonstrated at the prison and have asked others to call the prison director at 360-725-8810, that's 360-725-8810, and ask that the prisoner's demands be met and that the retaliation ends. This is a statement issued by the Callum Bay Correctional Center prison population representatives. Quote, 2. The Department of Corrections and Callum Bay Correctional Center. Given our current situation and increasingly detrimental conditions, we have no choice but to search for an alternative to make our voices heard and demands met. The administration has shown a lack of understanding and unwillingness to take an honest and serious constructive action to rectify the prison environment. Our alternative is by all means a nonviolent demonstration. Therefore, we will not be participating in work programs, mainline, and recreational periods until the administration complies with our demands and compromises in taking steps toward positive change regarding the parts of our demands that cannot be changed immediately. All changes must be done in an inclusive form, taking us into consideration in the decision making process. Our representatives will be able to sit down and have a dialogue, a constructive one, with the administration. The Demands We demand a thorough revision of the kitchen menu. We refuse to accept any sack breakfast, sack lunch, or sack dinner. We demand better food quality, fresh vegetables and fruit, and better prepared meals. We oppose any CI food. Every institution is capable of preparing better meals if given the opportunity, especially if gardens within the institutions are taken advantage of. Our demand would cost less money to the Department of Corrections and could potentially create job opportunities, making our prison environment better. We demand full restoration of our regular recreation schedule. The unnecessary lockdowns and or delaying and canceling our recreation periods for minor incidents must stop. Likewise, we demand pull-up and dip bars in all close custody day room and a split pod day room, the way Jim is currently done, allowing us to have three day room periods of one hour each. We demand a full revision of the Department of Corrections Job Work Policy, Class 1, 2, and 3. Our labor is fundamentally important to keep the prison system running. We have been earning the same amount since we can remember. However, store items price have gone up around 200% in the last 15 years. Therefore, we demand a reasonable increase across all jobs compensation in order to keep doing the necessary work to keep this environment running. We demand the abolition of the distorted GVR policy, Gang Violence Reduction, Forbidden 3 policy. It has not created any positive changes or results and won't since it's disconnected from reality. Prisoners of today are not more violent than those 20 years ago. The problem resides in the current prison conditions created by the administration. We demand that the Department of Corrections take a serious approach in regard to holding private vendors, JP Inc. G.T.L. Union Supply Direct. Responsible and accountable for any delays and violations with the services. JPay Inc. We pay enough money for its disservice. It can take months to fix a kiosk. G.T.L. Phone calls are too expensive compared to other states. Union Supply Direct. Products are too expensive and quality is low. Better products, lower prices, changes need to be made. Finally, Other demands regarding the visiting room, prison gardens, hobby shops, etc. will be discussed through our representatives. We ask for your understanding, commitment, and support for these new ideas and proposals. A new study, published in the medical journal JAMA Open Network, reveals that solitary confinement in prison causes prisoners to be 127% more likely than others to die from an opioid overdose. This fact was particularly true for white prisoners. In the U.S., thousands of prisoners live in solitary for years, and it's well known that people in solitary can suffer severe psychological trauma. The authors of the study analyzed prisoners from the years 2000 to 2015 who spent time in solitary confinement also called restrictive housing, at a North Carolina state prison and found that spending over 14 days in solitary was associated with a higher risk of death and reincarceration after release from prison. Prisoners who spent any amount of time in solitary were 24% more likely to die in the first year after their release. Within that group, 78% died from suicide and about 54% from homicide. The organization Color of Change is asking supporters to urge their governors to free women and girls who are unjustly incarcerated and deserve to be granted relief through clemency. Hundreds of thousands of women and girls are currently behind bars as a result of criminalization for what should be addressed as public health issues as a result of violence, poverty, mental illness and addiction illness. Along with the National Council for Incarcerated and Formerly Incarcerated Women and Girls, Color of Change is calling on governors around the U.S. to reconsider the cases of women and girls who need help the most. Primarily, black women and girls are the fastest-growing segment of prisoners in the country, making up 29% of the incarcerated population, but only about 7% of the total population. The women and girls most impacted are often survivors of violence themselves, who have been imprisoned for defending themselves or their children. Governors can use clemency to free them. The profits of the U.S. private prison industry, of which the two largest corporations are GeoGroup and CoreCivic, depend on keeping an increasing number of people incarcerated in their prisons and so-called immigrant detention centers. Toward this end, the companies have spent $25 million on lobbying for the past 30 years to promote more punitive criminal justice and immigration laws but to the chagrin of those corporations, eight major banks have ceased lending to them. Grassroots activists, many in the Families Belong Together Coalition, which includes shareholders, policymakers, and investors, are responsible for the development. The banks supporting the private prisons responsible for mass incarceration and immigrant detention have now pledged not to renew $2.4 billion in credit lines and loans to GeoGroup and CoreCivic. The change represents an estimated shortfall of over 87% of all future funding for the industry. Private prisons depend on those bank credit lines and loans to finance their day-to-day operations. According to a San Francisco Chronicle investigation, the inmate suicide rate in California prisons increased four years in a row and reached the highest rate last year, with 26.3 suicides per 100,000 prisoners. That rate is considerably higher than those in other large prison systems around the nation. The California prison system last year held approximately 129,000 prisoners, of whom 34 committed suicide. A New California State Report confirmed the Chronicle's findings. The first of its kind and mandated by a 2018 state law, the report required prison officials to reveal data on the suicide problem and how they're trying to resolve it. Suicides are on the increase in many prison systems, including local, state, and federal. Last year, in Texas state prisons, for instance, 40 prisoners committed suicide, a record number in 20 years. This week, we share calls from folks on the inside. First, Abu Fahim Shabazz talks about conditions at Westville. After that, Myron Walker talks about education at Putnamville.
0: Hello everybody, my name is Abu Fahim Shabazz and I'm part of the IDOC Watch Park and I just want to discuss some things that's going on at the ISP level 4 prison as far as the killing of a young man that was down there and the lieutenant that was involved, Wilson, they said that he's been stripped down to a CO and it's probably due to that situation and the other one, Draper, he hasn't been stripped to his board. I believe that he's a lieutenant also. And the other CO that was involved, um, uh, what was his name, I forget his name, but I'll get the name for everybody and I apologize for forgetting the name. And basically the corrupt that's been going on down there. With the K-2 epidemic, they think that everybody is doing the K-2, so that's the first way they treat you, not knowing if somebody's really having a seizure and not really need some help. They handcuffed that man while he was having a seizure and jumped on that man and ended up breaking that man's neck and now that brother is no longer with us. Um, I've witnessed more corruption since I've been down there, since the K-2 epidemic has been going on, and they treat every situation like that, When sometimes it may be a medical situation, but they don't treat it like that. Um, I became the late advocate down there about two months ago, and I was able to be around the Majors, Captains, and Warden, and Assistant Warden, and the DHB hearing, um board, which was Mr. Houston, and Miss St. Lake Martin, and Calaspo um, and Miss Bridegroom and i've seen the way that the system really works now and by me being a lay advocate i've seen that they said it's 33 percent that they can find not guilty so say for instance the beginning of the year year comes in the same and by march they have found 33 percent people of their quota from central office not guilty that means even if a person come in in april and they're really not guilty, that means that they have to find them guilty or they have to go behind the red tape and try to lessen their write-up, maybe from an A to a B or a B to a C, but they cannot find them not guilty because once they pass the quota of 33% not guilty, per down state and central office, they can't find nobody else not guilty. So it's like the whole system is rigged as we already knew and believed, that Basically, once you're in here, the plan is to keep you in here, because if you only can have 33% found not guilty, and you have 66 people, 66% really not guilty, what is, what is you really saying? Basically, what you saying is we got to find them not guilty to keep them beds still, because it's really about money. I've also heard the corruption on the bias. Like, I've heard the this one near him bore officer, and this comes from his mouth because this stuff that I should know as far as he making fun of the transgender community. And we fight for them every day in the IDOC watch. They're in the focus because everybody have a right to believe in whatever they believe in or do what they want to believe in because it's a free world. And basically he was talking about this gentleman that was transgender because they supposed to take showers by themselves, and he got to being biased talking about this man case like i never even knew this individual but he got to saying oh he shot this person in the back of the head and this one stabbed this one with a screwdriver and we talking to him like his outside case has nothing to do with this little write-up that you have for him taking the shower by himself because he's fighting for his rights and he's supposed to take a shower by himself well, I just don't like that, and I don't like them type of people, and I'm going to find them guilty. So basically what's being done is you're holding this man accountable because of what he believes in and what he's doing down there in Michigan City because he's taking the shower by himself when he has rights to take a shower by himself. And you're basically saying you're finding this man guilty because of what you believe and how do you feel about his personal situation. So that opened my eyes even more to the system to where, it's nothing but set up, rigged, and bias, and however they feel or whatever they do, they can treat you accordingly because once they have the power in their hands, they can do what they feel to you. I guess that I was too outspoken and I beat too many cases because they end up saying different little things, and at the end of the day, she said, oh, we're going to have to let you go because... Your 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 criteria doesn't meet our criteria, and you' supposed to go along with what we say. Well, I fight for what's right, and everybody didn't know for him know that. You know what I mean? I beat about four cases and got like four cases dropped to lower on write ups, and they didn't like that because I pointed out policy and procedure, and basically they didn't they didn't um fire me this is her exact words we're gonna let you go into further notice and then about two three weeks later i end up getting transferred to a lesser lesser lower um,
1: you have one to, minute remaining
0: which is westville and that's when i get to the inhumane living conditions like in b it was like 10 fans when i came they took my fan tv savers belt all that they say you could have it and then they moved me to d building which don't have no fans. I have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, seizures, high hernia, which means I already sweat profusely anyway. So I didn't pass down twice and I didn't told the CO and the nurses refused to see me. Also, they had a water situation a few weeks down here and I've been drinking water out the sink. Didn't know I was supposed to drink the purified water and now I have an abscess inside my mouth and they have mold inside the showers, and they said they've been having this mold inside the shower for years, but there's no investigators to come check it. So it's like they're just living inhumane, and the corporal punishment is even more profusive because when one person do something, everybody on the dorm get basically punished for it. So I'm just trying to let everyone know what's going on.
2: Thank you for using GTL.
0: I just wanted to finish up about the Westview and the corporal punishment if one person gets caught doing something, whether it's k two or doing something they ain't got no business doing, they're taking everybody's tablets and locking the day room where you can't use the microwave, phone, or TV and taking your tablets and locking you in the cell with basically four people. They don't have a door on it, but it's cameras and if they catch you out it's a up As everybody knows, political prison, I believe that I'm locked up for doing the right thing because we've been fighting for the rights of the prisoners and they don't like what we're doing, the protesting in front of um, Central Office, Michigan City, et cetera, et cetera. And then all of a sudden, I end up in here. It's not like I have a new case to, to do with this situation or nothing like that. So I'm just fighting through this, y'all. And another thing I wanted to touch base on is these tablets. Like I'm just getting familiar with these tablets. Like They're cool to have, whatever the case may be, but... I done wasted a little bit of money trying to talk on them because it's like, it's always an issue when we try to talk on them. I can hear everybody out there, but can't nobody hear me. And then everything costs money on here, it's nothing free. The music is like $25 for a month, which is nice. You can have it because basically at level two you have no TV. So to listen to the music is cool. The video games like $15, $20 for a month. The news feed is like $10 for a month. And then the TV is $8 for 24 hours to watch movies. Um, now we're going to go to the aspect of a person that do not have anything. So if a person do not have anything, all these amenities on the tablet is really useless. For this person. So, what I'm getting to is what is it really about? Is they really trying to help the conflict inmates or offenders, or are they trying to just gain money? Which we already know it's about the money. Because, in order to gain music, video games, movies, news feeds, that's going to be around $70 a month. And if you round that off and you got 2500 convicts, and about 500 of them probably don't have any money. That's a boatload of money, man. So, once again, we're breaking it down to the fact that it's not about rehabilitation anymore. It's to the point that it's about money, and that's it. Now, one thing I do commend about Westville, and I don't really like to say nothing good about the DLC, that they have a lot of programs. But, there's so many people here, it's hard to get into these programs. They have the colleges, but Michigan City and Pendleton don't have college. They don't have out-of-body. They don't have culinary arts. So this is one in a few that have these things, but you can't even get into them. Um, I've been on the waiting list for the RWY program, which the parole board said they wanted me to get since January in Michigan City, and they moved me in September, and I'm still not in the program. So where's the rehabilitation at? Um, I'm about to try to do the best I can because they said I couldn't have no write-up, so I'm trying to keep my revolutionary side down because it's kind of hard when I'm at a petty person that's trying to write you up for anything. So I call out to the brothers and sisters for help out there. I'm trying to do the best I can. This level two thing is new. Out of 19 and a half years that I just did in the prison system. I've never been to the level two. So I'm like a fish without water. So, whatever you can do, if you get on my GGL and give me words of encouragement, I would appreciate that. Okay, don't hear Jerry Smith, 129911. I'm really not afraid or scared. None of what they can do because they can't do nothing that God can't undo and I got a lot of family and friends and support that's on my side. So at the end of the day, the camaraderie and solidarity is what we need. I appreciate everybody for listening. I might need some people to call up here for me due to the health situations and passing out twice. Like I ain't ate no dinner today because I was passed out and due to the heat. Know what I mean, I'm taking my medicine, trying to take as much medicine as I can, but putting all that medicine and toxins in my body is not helping. So I'm gonna cut this interview short and everybody have a beautiful and blessed day out there and I'm signing out. I boofaim sabez and I just wanna say hello to all my my own members in the nonprofit. I don't wanna say no names. Y'all all know who y'all are and I miss y'all. I love y'all. I'm signing off.
1: And now, Myron Walker talks about education in his current facility, Putnamville Correctional.
2: Hello, my name is Myron, and I am at Putnamville Correctional Facility. And since I've been there, I've been in education, and I've been trying to accomplish my literacy and GED. And in the midst of me doing that, I have maintained my levels to complete I'm mean, to 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 get out of the next phase, the literacy phase towards the GED. and the last month I have not had school. Me amongst four to eight um classmates of mine has not had any school and there has no been there and there has been no to replace our teacher each month you have to get 60 hours to um, test and right before our teacher missed started missing because of a sickness or whatever the case may be we was supposed to test and we haven't you know had heard nothing we just haven't been to school and this is prolonging which prolongs our time cuts and us being able to, you know, go home. And it's been effective through certain ways of, you know, not having too much to do and, and most of that, you know, just dealing with the conditions of this facility. Time cuts is very important, and I feel that it's, it's, it's important that you comrades be able to know what it is that's going on inside these prisons because I've been locked up for seven years and I miss my family dealing. They miss me. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 it's a lot that, you know, goes on and The doesn't go on at the same time that affects individuals mentally, you know, as well as, as, as uh, uh, emotionally. And th- these are some of the things that I'm dealing with trying to make it up out of here because I've spent enough time, you know, being locked up and I'm ready to go home. So, you know, right now I mean the class is pretty much full, but the class that I'm in, a literacy class, were um pretty much full. Once you know, you test and you um pass the levels that you need the criteria to move on, they replace other individuals. So the the waiting period on that just varies on the individuals that is closest to going home. So whenever they find, you know, some some, some space and, you know, um, being able to get you in there from individuals passing, you know, um, the literacy phase and the GED, then that's when they'll get you in there. The condition here at Putnamville is very oppressive in ways where the COs, the respect level is a lot higher versus where I just came from in Wabash. The COs, they um, show favoritism. You know, um, just recently I was, you know, removed from class because I dozed off. And it's been a month since we've been in school. I I feel my teacher doesn't like me in a sense. It's not that I'm really disrespectful, but I'm talkative. And I, I have ADHD, so, you know, it's hard for me to, you know, just sit still. But when I go in there, I initially work. I find classmates who willing to work, and I work. I might talk a little bit about what well, she's allowed that. Well, she which my teacher allows that, but she wants us to work. So as I show that, as I did show that just year, you know, um day before yesterday, um, I dozed off a little bit because it was 15 minutes before it was time for us to, you know, be dismissed and leave class. She sent me back. I dozed off one time. Now, I also noticed there was a couple other individuals who had dozed off, or at least one, and she never said not one thing to them. As soon as she see me dozed off, she sent me back on an unexcused absence, I believe. Now, if I get three of them, I'm kicked out of class, and I'm on my second one. If she has, when she sent me back just the day before yesterday, that would be my second one. And if I get one more, I'm kicked out. So I'm trying my best to stay up, but she, you know, usually um, I, 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 I give other individuals, and she's given me, you know, um, chances before, but she's not showing you know, the same type of favoritism, or I'm not even going to say favoritism, but um, understanding uh, 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 that she should be showing others. She's not been showing me, I think she should be showing all of us. So um, the um, conditions of the facility as far as the, the, the food is it, it's terrible. They have no air cooling ventilation system, and it, it be so hot at times to where it, it's, it's literally like, it's it's, exhaust, it's exhausting. It's stressful. You know, um, uh, 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 there's individuals who's you know um, ready to just fight and, 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 and get into it and, and, and argue. And this facility is wide open from being able to once being able to break security and and and, and just with the um, drugs per se. You know, it's 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 real. You know, uh, scary at times because you know, um, you got individuals who literally, or it, it's unsettling because when you see these individuals that don't have nothing to do with themselves, but to get high and, and, and constantly just, you know, um, just waste their life in here, you know, it's sad, you know, I mean, it really is, but me on the other hand, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm somebody who is, who has dealt with this for so long that, excuse me, I would never, I would never come back here, you know, I, I'm, i am I have good plans and hopes not to. So, um, yeah, this facility is, is, is one of the worst facilities I've been to. This is my third facility, and the, the, the process of class, class, classification when you do your annual reviews, they um, hold individuals. You
1: have one minute remaining.
2: They hold individuals um, at, at, at a certain level one or two when they should drop them, um, so they could, you know, possibly get transferred and, and go to a better condition of a facility, and uh, that's all I have for right now.
1: This has been Kite Line. Anyone can reach us via our P.O. box, Kite Line Radio, P.O. box two four two two, Bloomington, Indiana four seven four zero two. You can hear previous episodes of our show at wfhb.org forward slash KiteLine. For more information on the stories we air on KiteLine, check out kitelineradio.noblogs.org. If you or someone you care about has been affected by the prison system, you can call us to be interviewed or to record a message to be played on the air at 812-269-2512. We also want your feedback and to share your story. Feel free to write us at KiteLine at wfhb.org. You can follow Kite Line Radio on all social media platforms. If you want to support our work, you can find us at patreon.com forward slash KiteLine Radio Show. Any funds raised beyond operating costs will be sent to folks on the inside. KiteLine is intended as a means of communication between people across prison walls. KiteLine, WFHB, or any affiliates airing this program are not responsible for the opinions expressed on the show. Please join us every Friday for more stories, news, and insights about the impact of prison on our community.